Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Nerds Adulting Podcast. Today is a very special day, special episode, because Josh and I are starting a week-to-week episode review of the new Halo TV show. Brandon is already laughing. and Not laughing, Josh. Like, I didn't consent to this. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know Brandon, who <laughs> is a wonderful contributor to the Breaking Geek the podcast and LRM online. Uh, we do the Crazy Well Wolves podcast together. So he's a good, good friend of mine. And he's here to talk about Halo as well. I think he's going to be our voice of reason between Josh and myself. No, he says no. Maybe, maybe not. I'm just here. But today's the first episode where we're going to talk about episode one. And I thought I had the name of the episode. Oh, Contact. Yeah, that I was going to say, what are you going to call it? I really yeah. want, oh, the name of the episode. What are you going to call the show? What are you going to um, call like this segment of the show? I don't know. I'm just called Nerds Adulting Halo TV Show Review. I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead yet. <laughs> you can see how well I've planned this. <laughs> I'm going to give you a little east-west on that yeah. one. <laughs> I don't want to do a separate podcast for this and confuse people. No. But nonetheless, this is all semantics. We can talk about this later because we are going to talk about Halo, the TV show, episode one, Contact. And the first thing I want to get into, so the few things that I'm, there's a few things I want to talk about. One, I'm going to talk a little bit about the history up into leading into this, the show finally coming to the screen and some of the controversies that have, we've seen that brood in the background. I want to talk about initially our likes and dislikes and then go specifically into some of the things that uh, I saw in the episode that I wanted to talk about and then anything else you all want to talk about regarding this episode. Does that sound like a nice roadmap ahead it's all right okay <laughs> i'm glad i like the enthusiasm i appreciate it anyways so the first episode was directed by otto broadhurst as a bathurst sorry writers were kyle killen and stephen king who were the showrunners which is an interesting interesting tidbit because so i'm not gonna go too far back but in june 2021 kyle killen was the original showrunner he dropped out and then Stephen King was announced. Stephen King was announced as a new showrunner, but he immediately stated that he was not coming back after this season. And I was like, that doesn't sound great for a TV show that has had many issues getting off the ground for many, many years. So, and then also there was the whole variety quote where he said, end quote, we didn't talk about the game. We talked about the characters and the world. So I never felt limited by it being a game. And everyone jumped on that quote. And so if you just Google Stephen Kane Halo, like the first five hits are going to be something about that quote from Variety. And I want to start there. Brandon, since you're our guest, what what do you yep. think about what, what about all that and all this, the things that we've seen building up to the finally having the show on our screen? Uh, so it's it's really funny to take 17 years to get this to the screen going from like Peter Jackson and Steven Spielberg only to have the person running it be like, I didn't pay attention to the game. But <laughs> that said, without having seen that quote, I don't think it's as problematic as it initially sounds because I don't know the context. Right. And so unless mm-hmm. until I know what the actual context is. I will give him the benefit of the doubt because what it sounds like he's saying is we didn't look at the game for like a template. I know that these folks went to 343 Industries and 343 gave him like a boot camp about what the world was, who these people were and all this other stuff. And 
what they walked away when they were trying to figure out what the story was going to be is this is a story about Master Chief and Cortana. That's what they said. And so from that perspective, I understand like, well, we weren't paying attention to the game. In addition to that, this takes place in a different continuity. And so they have what's called a silver timeline. And that's what this is. And so it allows them to move events around and, and do all kinds of things. And from that perspective, you know, they have to at least know what happens in the game to be able to move things around in the timeline. Like we haven't even seen the fall of Reach yet or anything like that. And so I know that they're going to move some of those things around. Um, What's so interesting, I, before you dive too deep in there, you're talking about the context. So immediately in the Variety interview or the article, he says this, the richness and the depth of the universe was immediately kind of mind boggling and incredibly exciting because what it means as a storyteller is that there's already been a huge amount of preparation and groundwork. So clearly, clearly he's taking the source material and looking at it, right? right. That's what my, that was my take. I was really kind of frustrated with the backlash that ensued because of one quote and everyone sort of latched onto that. I guess it's not surprising rising well how do i get clicks unless i piss you off exactly and it was fucked up i can't remember the name of the article or the the that was the title but at the end of the article he states oh clearly they have taken their time for the lore and dude from what we've seen i was like you fucking asshole like oh man i was so mad i, I, I don't remember what it was but i was really angry reading that entire but article and you clicked <laughs> i know i know all right so yeah, um, I, yeah, that that's my perspective on it. I don't. It's not that problem. That in and of itself is not problematic. There are other things that are problematic, but that quote itself is not. Yeah, and then it was kind of dumb to say anything about that, to say anything negatively about the game, because I guess he doesn't understand how nerds can be <laughs> when it comes to their I, precious IP. I guess I think, but to that point, though they very clearly took that out of context, mm -hmm. oh, right? Yeah. That was deliberate. And so I don't know that I blame him for that so much. Like that's gonna happen no matter what industry and you're in politics, you're in entertainment, you say a thing and someone's gonna take it out of context. Yeah, maybe he wasn't prepped properly to talk to the media about it, but also you would hope that some of these fuckers would have some sort of integrity, but I guess, you know. No, integrity, no, whatever. All right, Josh. Integrity Farms, yeah. me. <laughs> what, what about you in the build up to this show? and all the the stuff that went on and behind the scenes because you have some strong feelings which we'll get into i i knew that it was that this was going to happen i mean i had no i i can't i come from a position of no faith i'm i entered uh viewing the show and reading about it with no faith <laughs> in their ability and I still think that way. Well, what led you Based to that? Based on what? Yeah. What led Wh you to that? The what? Why? Um, I guess it's about like little things in terms of lore and characters. But I mean, it's not little things. It's major things about lore and characters. Um, so it's it's really about the representation of how those characters interact with each other for me. Cause you say that we didn't play the games, but we got our, basically you said that, cause I didn't read the article you're talking about. But you just saw that. You should probably just saw the quote, just like everybody else. 
No, I, I didn't. I, the only reason I saw that quote is because you shared it. I mm -hmm. didn't go looking for it. It wasn't presented to me other than when I saw it because you had shared it. I'm just um, curious to know specifically what did you see during this time frame that automatically made you say, I don't have faith? Like what, what specifically, oh, you know what? This guy said this or this is what they're doing. So I have, or like we brought on the people that did Game of Thrones to do this show. So I don't, I don't trust them to do this show, right? Like what specifically... Like, why are you going into it with like a negative mindset immediately? So, so the reason I'm going into it with a negative mindset is because if you're going to make a show about something that people are so it's it's a worldwide phenomenon, like even even bigger than than Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is just a book. Right before it became a show and then it really gained even more and more traction. Halo has been around for a long time. I know that I know that Game of Thrones has been around for a long time, but still, like this game, the 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 video game itself and the lore itself has so much. It's so rich with content, and for you to take characters from that environment and not do them justice, regardless of whatever timeline it is, is is I think it's inappropriate. Yeah, but how I do can, you, is that something I can, you I felt? Can, but that's I can, not what you feel before you walk into it. That's something you observed after you watched the first episode. Right, but I'm saying that I knew it was going to be that way. Why? Yeah, why? Uh, I did. I based it off of the trailer. There were certain things that Halsey says. I forget exactly what, but certain things that I observed in the trailer of of Captain of not Captain, but of Doctor Halsey, and I was like, mm -hmm. no. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just so just to kind of clarify some levels of Halo interest, I am I don't want to say casual. I was very big into Halo through Halo one through three, four. I kind of dropped off. I didn't play five, and I'm sort of playing Halo Infinite. You're so, a lapsed Haloist. Yeah, I'm a lapsed Haloist. I was there in the beginning. You know, I did the land parties. I was there thousand the hundred thousand years ago. Gandalf, I saw it. I was there. You guys, how would you describe Don't talk to me of the rings? Yeah, <laughs> you guys, how would you describe your vested interest in Halo and your like level of Halo? I guess Josh, I'll let you explain. Day one, baby. Are you an expert? I am a are day you, one. Are you a C? I am, I am a day. I am a day one. First game on the Xbox. First game in the Xbox. Halo fan. Up until through Halo like, Infinite, like hardcore you, books. No, I haven't read. I haven't read. I haven't read every book, but I right. have read multiple books. So you're up. You're well versed. You're you're hardcore, is what I would say. I would like to say that I am well versed enough to understand that the storyline and the characters and their behaviors are incorrect. I'm versed enough to know this is shit. <laughs> Wait, are you? Have you played Infinite? Are you? Are you on Infinite? Yep. Okay, I gotta get your gamer tag. We gotta mess it up, dude. Yeah, we need some more blood. Um, Brandon, what about so you? So I am. I didn't have an Xbox um, when it first came out, but my roommate did. So um, when I was in school, my roommate had an Xbox, and we played it all the time, all the time. And then when I worked at GameStop, I got my own. And so we were in there with the land party. So I was Halo one, two, three, four. I think five is the only one I skipped. And, that was Xbox um, One exclusive. You can't even play that on any other system right now. It's only on Xbox One or Series yeah. X, Series for backwards compatibility. Right. But yeah, I skipped it. Um, and oh, I Halo, tried to Halo play Wars? It. No, no. Um, Five. Guardians. Oh, Guardians. Yeah. Oh, 
I tried to play it and I was like, ah, I'm not feeling this. And then I did play Halo Wars. Um, and I, I think Halo Wars 2, I didn't play that. Um, I've read multiple books like Fall of Reach. Really good. Great. Yep. I love that book. Um, and so watching this and Pete, we've had this conversation before. I I knew based on the trailer that what I had played in the games wasn't going to be what got translated to the screen. But the, the silver timeline thing kind of explains it. I'm not a professional writer, so I have to accept that there are, it is possible that there are things from this series that don't work or translate better if you move things around or do things a different way or have a different emotional impact than just a straight one-to-one carbon copy. But Yeah, so, so my whole thing going into this was I, I'm as aware of it, but my thing is I don't want a carbon copy of what I played in the games. I don't want that. That was just, and I feel like a lot of people, and I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, this is sort of what you wanted. It was you wanted more of a carbon copy, what we saw in the games, the relationships, the storylines, right? That's what's that's I don't, why you're I don't upset. Ca- I, don't, I don't want the live action portrayal of the lore and the characters to be off of a storyline that I have experienced or played. That's fine for them to create a whole new storyline. That's fine. What I care about is how the storyline interacts with the characters and how the characters interact with themselves. Okay. So you care more about the spirit, the spirit of the characters. Correct. To what you played. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I, I just, I have, I, I don't know. I just, I have a hard time understanding. I don't want to, I don't want to watch a show that's based off of Combat Evolved. I don't want to watch it. Sh- I played that game and I've beaten it hundreds of times. Okay. I don't need to watch it. Okay. Just because it's got school, cool, a $90 million budget doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. I'm not, I wouldn't have watched it if it's like this. I mean, I probably would, but I'm saying, <laughs> I'm not going to be like, oh my God. Like, but if it's a new storyline that ties this with this or is somewhere meshed between these two segments of the storyline of, of the lore, then that's fine. But it doesn't seem like it. Okay, so let's oh, it's jump. a different thing. Yeah, it's so that's my whole thing is like this, this, the from what I could gather from all the the things that I've read and seen before we watched this episode was that they are they did their due diligence from looking at the lore and working with three four three industries. I feel like that they did they they did that, and they're trying to put something out that is original yet yet be respectful or be brand you said the spirit you know still be halo right but something different in it and be its own thing in its own right so josh clearly you're upset and you're not happy so let's start let's start off with the dislikes and since i think you have a few i'll let you go first I'd, l- I'd like to say i'd like to start with things that i do like no because i want to i'm running the show you're mad okay you don't like it okay tell me what okay. you don't like about it <laughs> Okay. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Um, number one. All right. The combat scene. Mjolnir armor weighs upwards of a ton. I don't know the composition of that rampart, but Kai reaches terminal velocity when she jumps from that condor. She should have crushed right straight through that concrete. Like I said, I don't know what the composition is, 
but you should have gone straight through it. Number two, it really upset me that they had two, not one, but two um, heavy machine guns that fire 12.7 millimeter fucking rounds and they're armor piercing. They're slap, uh, sable light armor penetrator rounds. Like, this is lore accurate. Sable light penetrator rounds at the elites for a number of for a number of seconds did not penetrate armor but then when chief grabs the fucking thing it's like he mows three down like it's nothing these are this is what i'm talking about it's these little things that these little inaccuracies that bother me all right you might think like oh josh that's stupid it bothers me i don't like how sometimes the plasma rifle vaporizes a human being and sometimes it doesn't. For what? Number th another one. I don't remember specifically. I don't mean to cut you off. Where did they? Someone got hit by a plasma rock? Because I remember seeing people in the, the beginning kids. when the, the kids, kids were running. They show them get hit and get knocked down. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. I just want to know because I don't remember the first, seeing that. The first person that gets shot, his torso gets yeah. obliterated. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I remember that. That was like holy shit. I was like, I've never seen that before. What, yeah. What gun is that? <laughs> exactly. I was like, what? I mean, I, I, at the same time, I was like, whoa! But I was like, wait a minute, what? So, like, that. Okay. Next is the elites. Elites are leaders. They do operate in special forces teams, like special operations teams, or an equivalent. But when they do, unless they're like a super covert, which I don't think that they were because it didn't look like it, right? Um. Oh, snap. Sorry. When they're not as covert like that, they do have special like strike teams of just elites, but their armor is way more ornate than the elites that are portrayed are. Again, now I'm moving on to characters now. I don't like Halsey and Keys, Miranda Keys, being fucking pushovers absolute pushovers miranda keys is a scientist for some reason in the lore she is a hardened military leader that is that has no problem sending men and women marines to die and spartans included well this is early though so maybe she becomes that what about early this is not early this is 2552 i'm telling you this is early in the timeline yeah, it's but forget it's the, the, it's the, toss the years out. Yeah. See, I then, mean, no, then no, then no. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> then no. I'm just saying that you automatically, so what you're complaining about, which I have a problem with, is you, because, like, as a person that's me who's not as well versed in the lore as you, and then the casual people that are watching this that have never even played the game before, like, none of that shit matters. Like, none of that matters to them. You know what I mean? Like, okay, Peter, who do you think is going to be more excited to watch this show? Who do you think matters the, the, the most, the per, though? The per, Who the matters the more? The Halo fans the, or everybody else that they're trying to put a show together for? Okay. What's the purpose the of the show? show? Okay, to make you're money. Right. Okay, so not check it out. Not for you, it's, not it's, for me. It's to make money. It's to make money. It's to make money. That's cool. Okay. They have mediocre fucking character interactions at best, in my opinion, for a new, for a new show for new fans. Okay? Second. 
conversations between what should happen between a military leader or a, the face of the United of the of the UNSC. of the UNSC with an insurrectionist who is a teenager is completely ridiculous to me that she would fold to those ridiculous demands. The demands that she makes are completely unrealistic. Maybe even though I just watched my whole fucking village get waxed with no problem by these aliens that I've never seen and only heard stories about, maybe I'll continue to lie because fuck the UNSC. So here, okay, I'm glad you brought that up. No, no, I'm sorry. Liz, that doesn't here, make sense, Liz, Peter. Liz, now, I'm, I'm sorry. Does. It does. Listen, I'm let me, 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 I will say this in the, in the post-truth society that we live in, I could see somebody saying fuck, like depending on the personality of the individual, I could see someone saying fuck you. One, she's traumatized. She's, she just witnessed a fucking whole town get vaporized. Uh -huh. They've been in yep. conflict, co conflict, conflict with the UNSC. <laughs> conflict. <laughs> <laughs> They've been in conflict with, I almost said it again, with the UNSC <laughs> for I don't even know how how many years, but clearly there's a deep, there's like a deep embedded war between the UNSC and there's clear, clearly hatred with those rebels and with the UNSC. She just witnessed, she's traumatized in that moment. She just witnessed her father get killed, children get murdered, she barely escaped with her life, and now the UNSC is like, we want you to tell us what happened and so that way everyone else... Hey, hey, how about, how about that propaganda video we need you to make? How right. about that? Right. And so... You're trying to tell me that she's not in her right, she's in her right state of mind and can make coherent and logical decisions in that moment. That's why I liked that scene. That's why I liked it because she is traumatized. She can't make logical decisions in that, in that moment. That's my rebuttal to what you were saying. I would also say like, I hear what you're saying about how these characters should interact, but as far as what the timeline is or who keys is and Halsey is, you gotta you gotta throw it out away. And I know that's that what sucks about that is here's what I said to Peter, and maybe this will make sense to you. I think I think Peter's gone. I'm still here. Oh no. We lost our, our, I'm still our here. leader. Oh, he's still there. All right. I'm still here. So Oh, your camera's messed up. You're frozen. Here's what I said to him. I have to be willing to let someone adapt material. To make it work for whatever the medium is i, I just you just have to right because you, you can't control that it is only when i find that what you've done just sucks that i will beat you over the head with the source material because it's like that is the thing that got me here to begin with and it sounds like you're already there right where you just don't like those interactions um but i'm not quite there yet because i don't know where they're going with what they've set up like i don't like cowboy bebop the uh, live action version. I saw the first episode. I was like, this is interesting. Let's see where this goes. Knowing that it was completely different than what I had watched for years. And it was only at the end where I'm like, all right, this completely sucks. You got completely fucked up. Why didn't you just do what was in the source material? So I, I have to be willing to give them enough runway to see what they're going to do. The inconsistencies about the gunfire. While this is very significantly more violent than the video games were, like you got to let them do what they're going to do. And is the inconsistency? Yeah, that is super annoying. Um, I don't know why they would do that. And the, the problem that I have with that scene isn't necessarily how the elites are portrayed. It's the fact that I would want you to kind of build to that because unless they're going to do something else, they've kind of um, 
interactions and fights with elites should be better than that. And this was just kind of meh. It should have been maybe one elite and a bunch of grunts that were able to do that damage because then you build up the covenant. You get a bunch of grunts that 100%, are able to, to take 100%. over this base. Then, then you start to kind of build in the fear of what the covenant is because you're like, oh, those are those are just like your frontline pawns that did this, and now we've got a bunch of elites. Like, what is this going to do? And I feel like you've taken a lot of the tension out of what this could have been. One hundred percent. That's what that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at. Like, unless which is not, it doesn't appear to me. It didn't seem like it. They're okay. like an, a covert special operations team, which they do exist and they do operate and Spartans fucking struggle with them. But the like these guys are just run of the mill elites. But like like Brandon said, you're, this is your first exposure to the enemy is like these these this element of it that is supposed to be a leadership, a supervisor role, a literal elite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Elite. An elite. Their name is elite for a reason. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't understand how you guys can think that it's okay to deviate so wide just to pull in new fans, right? When I don't know what's well, going to happen next. Okay. Well, my perspective on it is that why would you deviate so far from something that is so widely successful that maybe what those fans you're trying to reach have been waiting for is a live action portrayal of it because i think that depending on how many people you get to watch the show the numbers are not going to how can i put this the way peter kind of said it before it's not the hardcore people that drive audience numbers it is the average quote-unquote consumer and so i think that what sucks about it is and this is the part that i will agree with you at some point you just have to make a product that is a love letter to fans and everybody else be fucked. Either you get on board or we're just done. But the problem with that line of thought is there is a bean counter somewhere that says that's not going to work. What doesn't make sense to me about this is, is given that this is Halo, given that this is Microsoft's baby, that should have been the perspective. The perspective should have been this is the house that built Microsoft, or this is the game that built Microsoft's gaming house. Yep. And it took 17 years to do this. Like, what really sucks about it is every other property has done Halo already. So, Judge Dredd, you got a stoic character that doesn't take off his mask, you never see what he looks like, and that's the character. Mandalorian, same deal. And it is hard to tell Master Chief's story now without drawing comparisons to those other properties. They have, in multiple ways, fucked this up. Not even We haven't even gotten to the fact that you have a brand new Halo game out that has zero crossover with any of this shit. There should have been like stuff that you could build. Like, the okay, Josh, Halo Infinite. Yep. The week building up to this coming out should yep. have been challenge, challenge, challenge. Get this shit that relates to Halo. Yep. What that tell or the Halo of the TV series, what that tells me is they don't really care. There should have been somebody sitting at the top of this to like draw all of the lines and cross all this stuff. And this should have been a major event. Yeah. And while 100%. I don't hate what they did, it is apparent that it is almost an afterthought. 
They needed like, a Feige. Uh, we've been doing this. Yeah. Well, we did this. Nah, I don't know. I'm not quite there yet. But <laughs> well, I do like, feel like they're like we we dragged on this for 17 years. Okay, let's 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 shit this out that like, out now. That's what this felt like. This felt like a fan film that they gave a few hundred thousand dollars to. But the thing is, right? Every other live action adaptation, where no no matter how long or how short it is, has kept some kind of faith to the lore that is presented. Landfall was awesome. I loved Landfall. The trailer for ODST, I believe, I know, even though it's just a trailer, it's just a couple of minutes, I feel like it really portrays the Halo universe from an outsider's perspective. Okay? And then, um, what was it called? Oh, that what? would have been another great escalation to drop in ODST versus Grunts than maybe just two Spartans. Exactly. That would that, that would have been I did like that opening. I loved it. I was I got super excited. I was like, there's Chief. And then three other Spartans dropping and I was like, holy fuck! Right? It was cool. <laughs> it was cool. I'm not gonna lie. I was happy to see it. But then, yeah, I agree with you there. <laughs> I was like I was like I was like blown away by like I okay. I was blown away by how good the scene flowed. I liked the first person segments. I liked the costumes or the 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 suits that the Spartans were wearing. They seemed really well made. Like on his on his on his Spartan armor. It didn't it didn't look wrong. It looked right. It looked like everything fit, nothing moved and jumbled around. It they looked were huge. Good. They were and they were huge. The portrayal of their size was amazing. And I loved the attention to detail when they're swinging the energy swords over Chief's back and just the heat radiating off of it was affecting his shield. I don't know if you guys noticed that. But I loved that little detail in terms of when they were fighting. There were certain things, like I said, inconsistencies Actually, with how ammunition affects them and inconsistencies with when she landed on the, 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 the rampart. That's fine. I'm That's sorry, like actually, neither here nor there. Those are little things that bother me because I know that that's not how that should work. So you so far your main dislikes have been about the beginning, right? No. Oh, so my I, dislikes well, are, my dislikes right. are with inter but interactions But so far between, in our discussion, yeah. your dislikes mm -hmm. have been from the beginning. This is what I'm trying we to. Gotten, sure. We haven't gotten sure. very far. We have sure. not. So, far. Uh, so my next question was going to be, what were the other dislikes that you had? Okay, I don't like how Halsey interacts with the Admiral that comes to visit her. Halsey is not military authority, but she doesn't bow to anybody. This whole like, oh, we're going to pull your funding. She would have been like, fuck you. Find somebody else that can make this product Pull for you. it then, bitch. Exactly. Pull it. Pull it. Pull it. I'll pay for it myself. Like, legit. She what wouldn't have... She's like sitting there like like a specialist. Like, oh, don't counsel me, Admiral. Shut up. You know what's interesting? I cannot tell. What I think that they did mess up mess up from that was the story perspective of. I like that we're delving into the insurrection, the rebels versus the UNSC. It seems like the Spartans were designed specifically with that in mind. Just like no, that that is what they were designed for. Right. It just so happened to be that the Covenant attacked a few years. After they had been operating an insurrection to space. And but what seems strange to me about that is that does not seem like a legitimate threat. I'm gonna pull your funding. Like 
for the things that are going to help you fight the war for the things yeah, that are going to help you exactly you're, you're fighting a two front war and you're going to pull okay it just it doesn't make story sense and i i cannot tell if that's just because we haven't seen more or is that just a just bad writing the yeah. only thing that i can think of when it comes to this pulling funding crap which halsey would have obviously shrugged off like they're literal like generals that will that that talk below her they feel below her because of how high, highly revered she is in the unsc community because of the program that she implemented she gets a lot of hate but nobody says it to her face halsey is an arrogant self-centered individual but she is so highly intelligent that she can put you in your place with while make even if you're highly intelligent she'll make you feel stupid doing it that's the kind of person that she is so to ha to see her represented as this like oh please don't tell anybody that i'm doing this thing oh yeah sure i'll pull the plug on it right away admiral like no that's not the character that she is and that's what that's a thing that bothers me i don't mind that a new story is being told but if you're gonna tell the story with the same characters you need to do them justice and have them act like the characters that they're trying to portray see i i disagree i don't think that's I don't think that's necessary. I don't think you need to do that because, I mean, we've already seen that character. We've seen that happen why, already. Why does the character why, have to why be not? exactly? But why does the character have to be exactly the same in this? Why do we have to see the same exact characters in a different story? Well, like, why well, does it have on. to be that way? Okay. Well, Peter, why did you get mad at Star Wars? Star Wars? Well, that's different because they weren't taking something that I loved and portraying it into something. I didn't like Star Wars because of the storytelling aspect aspects of so, it. So here's. Here's the difference. And so again, this goes back, Peter, we already kind of ruined this show because we've had this conversation. What I think is the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek and something like this, this is an adaptation of something that already exists. Star Trek and Star Wars are continuing stories. And so at this point, you've been dealing with this same version of these characters. And once Rise of Skywalker does something like that is the story, right? Yeah. What we're seeing in Halo, the TV series, takes nothing away from the books, takes nothing away from the video games. Like, that's the canon. And so I think that's probably one of the reasons why I'm more accepting of them fucking with this silver timeline, whatever they want to call it, because that's not really Halo. Are you entertained by this thing? Yes or no? Yeah. And so that's kind of how I see it. Star Wars and Star Trek are, are, are rare special cases because there is there's nothing really like that. yeah because you take i mean yeah you have a story that's already told and you have a beloved character that's already in canon in that show like luke skywalker and all of a sudden you're like 25 years later he's just a big grumpy old man you know like that affects a lot of people in certain ways then you introduce new characters like ray who just is amazing and can do stuff just doesn't really sort of make sense as a mary sue and so these are sort of things that I had issues with Star Wars, but it also, and then you bring back Palpatine for no apparent reason. And it's like literally a meme. So somehow, somehow the Emperor Palpatine, has <laughs> the Emperor has returned. So though those aren't necessarily because of, I guess that's sort of, you're taking sort of like the source material of like what we know of about Luke, but it's storytelling. Like you're just, you're just introducing Emperor Palpatine. He just comes back for no apparent reason, just because that's what the fans wanted. You're not adapting something that's beloved, like Brandon was saying. You're not taking something that's that's beloved. If if you take something and this is what the writers want to put out, I'm gonna go with into it with an open mind. Again, I'm not as diehard of a fan or 
as deep into Halo as you are, I'm going to go into an open mind because it looks like they tried to do their due diligence. They looked at the source material. They put something together based in this universe or based what they had. And I'm going to go into it with an open mind and I'm going to decide at the end, like what Brandon was saying, whether I like it or not. Like whether the characters act like they do in the books and the sh in, in the game, I really don't care. And that's pretty much for anything. And, yeah. And at the end of the day, you get to say like, well, they tried, I guess, and it just sucks. But then I'll go back to Cowboy Bebop or um, play the games or read Fall of Reach again. But their efforts, however shitty they might be, have zero impact on any of that stuff. And that's a shrug. I'm a little bit more, I mean, I'm just a little bit more open minded when it comes to content. I always go back to the Heath Ledger scenario where I immediately, for whatever reason, being young, immature, just because I didn't think Heath Ledger was a good actor. I don't remember why, but I was not happy with him being cast as the Joker. And I was like, fuck this movie. I'm not going to see it. Man. Turns out to be one of the it's almost greatest. Like you've never seen First Night. It's almost like you've never seen First Night. I did see First Night. I just couldn't see him She's as the Joker. I just couldn't see him as the Joker. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was because I was just young and dumb. Whatever. I'm just saying I learned from that experience. I learned that I will go into, even even though like all the stuff, not necessarily the lore and the things that we've seen where, where like Josh is talking about being like the diehards and they're not, not paying respects to the source material. But even all the stuff I used to took 17 years to bring this together, that's what had me a little bit worried. It was more of like how long it took to put this together. Showrunners dropping out. That's what made me a little bit leery about this show. But still, I'm going to go into it. I'm going to give it a shot. And if at the end of the day, it's just not worth it to me or just doesn't, it's stupid or just doesn't work, then I'll make, then I'll, then I'll let my opinions be known. I'm not saying that Josh is wrong because he, he has a love for this lore and he wants it to be. He wants to be presented in the way that he feels it's appropriate. And I don't I don't look at it that way. I don't think that's necessary is what I'm saying. I don't think you need to have the characters be exactly how they are in the game. And it takes away but, from the but show. You, but, you, but you got upset about how Luke Skywalker was represented. Because it's not an ad adaptation. Like I said, I think it's different. Yeah. I think it is. It's a progression of that story. You... That is the story now. It's, it's a progression of that story. Yeah. But this story... Is an is, adaptation. Is, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's not but canon. It, but it's it takes, different. But it takes place between two established timelines. But it's not Halo canon. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's silver. It's, it's different. They didn't take Master Chief. The games yeah. are canon. The books are canon. Those are different. Once you start watching like the Star Wars sequel trilogy, that is canon to the, the Skywalker saga. That's what that is. That's not what this is. And so that's why I could see someone being slightly more upset about Star Wars than this. You can always like this has no impact on that story, on the Halo story. And for the record, my example with Luke, I didn't really have that big of an issue with it. My issue was the way they went with the direction of the story, not how the characters acted, because a lot of the characters were new. Like my example was them magically bringing back Emperor Palpatine or them going off on this casino in, in was it the last bite? Yeah, came, them going off to Cantabite on this stupid mission, you know, like that's the stuff that I didn't like about it. So now if in Halo, the TV series, they go off and do something really dumb that makes no fucking sense, then I'm going to be upset about it. And then I'm going to make, I'll make my judgment based on that. I'm going to make my judgment based on, I'm looking at this as just a TV show set in a universe that I, I liked a lot, I'm not a diehard fan about it, of it like you are, but I'm looking into it open, open-minded. I'm along okay, for the ride. Peter, Take me Peter, you're saying you're saying that you'd be upset if they did something that made completely no fucking sense. 
But to me, a lot of the things that they're doing don't make any fucking sense because I'm somebody who's well-versed in what should and shouldn't. Right, but you're basing it on lore that's already been established that has nothing to do with this TV show. Okay. This this is the TV show that has nothing to do with the Halo game. It shouldn't books. have been made. <laughs> should have been made. I don't think we're gonna be an episode two. I just don't think we're gonna have because this is gonna be Josh. Like, I hate this. I hate this. This is dumb. They did it this no, way I'm in the gonna, book. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking watch it. I'm gonna fucking watch it. I just can't I do. I, I don't want to do an hour shit. of this. This show sucks with you. I don't want to do an hour of so, this sucks. I don't. And think, I don't like I this. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that the show sucks. The production value is there. You can fucking tell. Mercy, the prophet, mm. looked amazing to me. He looked I like, amazing. Yeah, I like that. I did like the prophet. Do I agree? So I don't know about. Do I agree I that, that his exactly. guards should look the same as the elites that attack the outpost? No, they should be very elaborate. They're fucking high charity guards. They should have elaborate armor with very varied hairdresses and stuff. Should a human being be regarded in so much respect on high charity? Oh, no. Absolutely not. Should I there, hate should, like. Oh my god. Oh my god. <sighs> Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That, whatever the purpose of that human being is, is, like, all human beings in the lore are considered heretics by the Covenant. No matter what they do, no matter what intelligence they can offer, oh, you have some intel on the fucking rebel bases, whatever. You have intelligence on whatever, guess what, you're gonna get treated like trash until you give it to me. It's none of this like, yeah. oh, she was she was captured as a little girl and they kept her as a representative of the human race to better understand them. What does she know? She's a child. She's I, a child. I got nothing for you on that one. So like, I got so, so okay, so you, you need you need her to read to read a book Here's... to you. You're a highly intelligent creature that can't decipher simple language. Here's you why I feel like this you is literally speak it in in the lore. You speak it. Fuck. <laughs> this is this is the stuff I don't like about this. And so every time I've said, when talking to Peter during the course of the show, when I was like, I have problems with it. Two of the things about him, I think the the outfits look really good. The millionaire armor looks really good. Hell I do yeah. Not, I do not like some of the special effects. Like some of it looks really bad. Like a weapon got kicked. Across. Oh, don't. Oh my god. Yeah. And it's just for like, what? For what? For like, what? It looks terrible. So I'm I'm worried about production values like that. There are details it feels like they didn't pay attention to. This Mackie, it's Mackie, right? Is that mm -hmm. the name of the? Mm -hmm. They don't person? say they don't say yeah. her name, but yeah, or Maki, so, Mackie. I don't know what her, they never said. Charlie her name. Murphy, Mackie. Um, and it makes me laugh every time. I'm gonna just call her Space Karen. Charlie Murphy. There is no reason for this character to exist. And I read Dinah Geek's write up about you know this and they're just like oh yeah she's a person that hates humans like why again like josh said she's a child you have no reason to hate them and it would just have to be that they just poured so much malice in their heart i can't imagine what rationale they would have for having kept her around from a writer's perspective what bothers me about it and it kind of goes to the heart of the quote that peter read while i i think i understand the genesis of the quote what bothers me is if you played the games, you would understand like there is no space rationale reason why this person would be around. And it makes me wonder, did they think that people wouldn't be able to relate to the covenant such that you would? Um, exactly. And 
And that bothers me because it tells me that you don't have faith in the lore or the characters. Because if it's all about characters, you don't need this little girl human. If you have 100%. faith in the story that you're telling, you don't need some avatar for the human race sitting on high charity Ooh. to make you hate them more or empathize with them more. So the theory on that's, that. That's a flaw. The theory on that is the reason why they have a human in is because of cost of having entire CG scenes of the Covenant. It's cheaper to have a human in that role. These scenes. Then don't make the show. I'm not. Saying, I'm not show. saying. I'm playing devil's advocate. I, I agree. I but think it's fucking dumb. I think that's a and, terrible reason. And but this is the kind of shit that I was worried about reading about all the issues that they had. So there's, maybe maybe there was some so high-ranking person that was like, "Hey, we can't do this because look how much money it's going to cost us. You got to change the script." Right. There's so many ways they could have made some kind of interaction happen with the Covenant, with high leadership that could have all been done with smoke and mirrors digitally. It didn't have to have, you didn't, I mean, I did like the design of Mercy. I enjoyed it. And I liked the, I the view of, of, I did like high charity. I love seeing that. I thought that was cool as fuck. But at the same time, if they would have shrouded more mystery around it until maybe the show gained more traction and they were able to spend more money on things like that, then that's what they should have done. But instead, they shell out 50K on a dude's face that has little danglies on his chin, and they're like, okay, we can't afford to have him on screen so for more than 18 seconds. We got to get a, a child in there to, to have some human here's, representation. Here's why I don't buy that as a, as a rationale. You have enemies that can literally turn invisible. Exactly! Like, so it doesn't make any sense. You're like, oh, we couldn't spend more money. Like, you spent a shit ton of money on those elites. So they could have been run through the first invisible. They did that in the 80s with Predator, right? So you're telling me in the 30 years that have ensued since Predator, like the cost of doing an invisible bad guy has just shot up so far that they're like, oh man, we got it. We got to get Space Karen in here because we just can't afford Mercy and to have I mean, anybody else in the scene. I hear what you're saying. But haven't we seen, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just obviously speculating here, but I mean, we've seen dumber things happen on production on films and movies where i can't think of an example right now but i know i don't believe it uh, that's fair i mean that's fair maybe that's so, so like and when maybe i, say I, don't maybe I have it, a weird go ahead sorry brandon um no i was gonna say when i say i don't believe it i mean either somebody fucked up or like i can't think of another rationale like if that is the actual reason somebody fucked up and but this you is what happens writing, you fucked up logistics something this is i don't what know happens. I don't know how much it costs to do that kind of stuff. I see guys that are running their 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 CGI career off of like, what is your dog doing? <laughs> is he on a table? <laughs> nice. My bed. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So there's guys that do insane stuff with CGI. And it's just like some dude running his YouTube channel out of his grandma's basement. So I don't understand how they're like, we ran out of money to, to do what? I mean, I this is me speaking from a perspective of not knowing how much it costs to do this kind of stuff. Here, here's the best part. We haven't even talked about the fact, like you say they ran out of money. This is Showtime. This is Microsoft. This is Paramount. They ran out of money. They ran out, like, um, I'm going to get angry all, now. All I'm saying is like whoever, whoever all, said that on the internet should get slapped in the face. <laughs> All I'm saying. How many shitty Transformers movies have we gotten? Yeah, look how much money. But look how money? much money those made. Preach, preach. I just, I just don't. When, but when you have something that's been in, okay, I'm. 
I'm just sort of playing devil's advocate here, and since I brought it up, now I feel like I have to defend my my bringing this up. All I'm saying this is the great this is the greatest episode we've ever had. All Peter. I'm saying, <laughs> I know. I think like, I thought I was gonna be you're sort like, of you're like pushing me closer and closer to Josh. I'm like, you know yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All I'm saying, it took 17 years for us to get this on a thing. Some bullshit happened behind the scenes. I wouldn't put it past him for some dumbass person to make this call and why these showrunners kept dropping off because of all the bullshit that was going on. You're probably right. You're probably right. That's the only reason why I sort of could believe that this could have happened. Nope. I don't. Again, think about who is making this show. I don't believe it. I mean, who, I mean, really, how much did, okay. I just, I, I don't know specifically how much Microsoft had did Microsoft say, "Hey, here's a blank fucking check. Do what you want." Or did Microsoft say, "Hey, we want you to do this, but we don't want to put this much money." Who knows what they said? You, I mean, you know, you know how they could have been successful with a blank check. You want to know how and not had like a limited budget if they would have stayed true to the goddamn lore. I don't know if I think that that is a solution, but I think if you go back and sell it as, "Hey." Microsoft, we can make your game Halo even more successful because right now it's on free to play model, right? And which is, I have so many problems with that. But that being the case, you want to drive people to your game, give us a little bit more money. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. every fucking yeah. Fortnite game, every Fortnite game, every time there's a Doctor Strange coming out, like, hey, get fucking Benedict Cumberbatch in Fortnite. They didn't do yep. shit for this. And so I just, I don't, I don't buy it as a money thing. I think it's a shitty writer thing. You're probably right. I'm, Chief, I'm, Chief is in Fortnite though, isn't he in Fortnite? Yes. There is a yeah, Fortnite skin is. Master Chief. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm fine. Um, I, we just, we just really went off the rails. <laughs> and I don't mean it. I don't mean it to say that Chief should be in Fortnite. I say that to say that. Fortnite is doing a better job of capitalizing on shit coming out. Yeah, so like, on their marketing. Yeah, 100%. And so it doesn't make any sense to me that you have a TV show coming out, but you do nothing in your own game for yep. the TV show. What the fuck? Call of Duty does it. Why can't you do that? The, God damn it. And you spent more this on goes Call back. of Duty. Everything is mishandled. This is what I'm saying. This is why this goes back to the whole stupid... CGI thing that you guys are like, no, that, that's made, that's dumb. I guess everything, I guess everything I is just doesn't make they're they're bumbling so much, and that was like why I sort of like well, maybe someone was dumb and said they didn't want this, and this is why the showrunners were dropping out because people were too many hands in the pot. They didn't want this and I want that. That's all I I was saying. I just I just can't I can't understand why you would create something that's outside of lore. That doesn't like for, bother me. Yeah, it doesn't bother it me does, it, I don't know. It, it bothers me. You didn't have to create your own thing. You could have done something that tied two timelines together. Because I think it it, is, it gets too hard and too cumbersome because you see it in Star... Okay, Star Wars is a good... Both Star Wars and Star Trek are a good example. And they've had significantly more time in history. But that's the reason why Disney jettisoned the expanded universe. Mm-hmm. That's why Star Trek Discovery jumped forward in time because they kept getting caught up because they were like, hey, we're going to do a show that's 10 years before Kirk. And it just kept bumping up against that timeline. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to go mm-hmm. thousands of years into the future. 
that's why that becomes problematic because there are folks like us that like once you start seeing in Picard where it's like, wait, didn't you meet Guinan in the 19th century Victorian Earth? Why are you now meeting her in 2024? And so you start running into those user errors with lore. It becomes easier to say, you know what? I got it. We're going to do our own thing. It's the same reason why Batman movies don't take place in continuity with the comic books. Same reason why Superman doesn't. It, it becomes too cumbersome and impossible to do that. So for that part, I would forgive them and I would excuse that. But I also need you to tell a good story. And so I'll give them a couple episodes, but I just don't understand Space Karen. Um, I want them to tighten up the CGI. We haven't even gotten to like, I don't know if, how big of a problem I think this is yet. It depends on what they do with it. The fact that Chief just taken off his helmet at the end oh, of the first don't, episode. I don't. I don't. We got to get into I feel like we have to talk about that because that is like, right? We got into Mandalorian. They did it. And it was like a moment, right? Because we knew what it meant for him to do that. Here, if you're going to make him do it, it should mean something. And because it, and it, it doesn't mean anything. It means absolutely nothing. And I think, again, that speaks to the strength or lack thereof of the writers and their ability to convey what <clears throat> to hardcore fans should have been a huge moment. And then for casual audience, it's like, oh, this is significant because of X, Y, Z and blah, blah, blah. It played out like a B-movie plot. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything else to add to that because you just said everything that was on my mind. You. One hundred percent. So, 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 then why, why are you in agreement now that that was a bad decision? Because, because what Brandon, how you just described it, like you, we know that it's a but, huge but now, moment. Now, now it bothers you that it's against. I'm not saying like, it's against the lore. I mean, it is technically against the lore, but it's a, it's a device that you have to create a moment, and you could pay off so much better, like than the way they did it. Like, it like could have Brandon, paid off. It, it like, could have paid off more better to be focused on lore. But that's not what we're talking about me. here. That's it not. It doesn't bother me that it's out of lore. It yeah. bothers me that I think you had an opportunity to make it mean something to hardcore fans, and it doesn't yeah, necessarily 100%. have to be that he never takes off. It's just there just had to be because again, like I said, I'm not a professional writer. I don't know how you do that, but I also know that what I saw that wasn't it. It didn't impress right. me. It's, when, he, when his when his when his helmet cheap. started opening, I started laughing out loud alone. That's when you know it's ridiculous. When you're laughing at something out loud by yourself, that's when you know like it's super ridiculous. Yeah, that wasn't. I was sitting in that chair right there, just going insane. I, and not only that. I, mm. It kind of makes me wonder what his relationship is to that armor. Because I remember reading descriptions of like what he looks like outside of that armor. He looks like someone that never takes it off, right? He's kind of pale. Pale. Um, and it, I think, is he bald too? Yes. Hair does not grow um, on the face. Yeah. Another thing that really bothered me is it's cool. Pablo Schreiber. That's fine. Make him chief. That's cool. I have no problems. I don't even care that you're not using Steve Downs as his voice, like over the helmet. That's fine. I don't care. But he doesn't even like look augmented. 
He just looks like a dude. I think underneath he does. So we've gotten in the opening shots. You can see in his back, you've got these scars. No, yeah, I understand. But in his in the in facial structure, you yeah. can see augmentation because they do implants around the eyes, so they have scarring around the eyes. That's right. That's lore accurate. Like yeah. it's not. So it's like he doesn't look like a super soldier that's been sitting in this armor for years, or not not stagnant, but like rarely takes it off only when necessary you know what i mean yeah that i agree with i i have to be okay with it just to see where they go but i don't there are things about this i just i don't know that i think this will last well they got i don't they i got don't hate it for a second season i don't hate it but i don't love it yeah i just i'm looking at my notes here we just Throw it, just throw it away. I don't even know where to go from here. Oh, man. Um, I thought we were going to actually get a so, chance to talk about the show, but I'm so fucking just... My mind, my head we hurts. We have been talking about the show. I meant like the... Mas this, Master Chief the, making jokes. The storyline. <laughs> but I don't even um, want to talk about that anymore. So I don't think that the storyline... Um, I don't think it takes a lot of explanation. I do... Like I said, I think it's interesting that they've kind of dropped us in the middle of this insurrectionist storyline wouldn't it's fascinating that they did a good job of making the unsc seem sinister in a way that i don't think i ever really gleaned from either the games or the books and i think i saw it in halsey a lot but here we've got like top down like yeah we're gonna kill this child um i also thought it was interesting that the insurrectionists were mostly people of color that was a choice when you do casting and you're looking at folks and you're picking people who are going to be like, it was fascinating to me that the general of this army was Korean. It was fascinating to me that it seemed like I would say 70% of the folks that had broken away from the UNSC were people of color. And I, I don't know what that is supposed to mean or portend for the show, but I think that's fascinating. I actually thought um, the other way around, I felt like there were plenty of people of color on the UNSC side as well. Yeah. Yeah. So either so one of two things is happening. Either they are saying that we are we've just reached that multicultural utopia that we're trying to get to, and that their casting reflects that, or I don't know something else. Um, the other thing I think is kind of interesting: they have totally Mission Impossible the chief, where before it was chief is like a dutiful soldier. Now he's Ethan Hunt. And he has broken protocol and they're just like, you know what? We got to disavow him. We got to take him out. And I think that that is an interesting route to go. I don't think that that's where they should have started. I, I, don't, think th Chief I don't think he would disavow his duty. Like you're saying for this, for an insurrectionist, for a child. Remember, he's all fucked up because of the artifact right. that he touched. He touched the artifact. That's not, otherwise he would and have. And I don't like that. I don't, oh and God. I don't, and I don't mean that to say that I don't like that as a, I don't need him to be special. I don't need him to be like, mm. have these memories of the artifact and all like some personal connection to like, that's not, I don't need a chosen one. I don't need a special one. Chief isn't special because he's chosen. Chief is special because he doesn't fucking quit. He doesn't give up. He is dogged in his determination. That's who he is as a character. I'm tired of 
chosen one characters like so like him having memories of drawing it and i assume his parents are probably like um archaeologists or some shit or something i I don't know but i don't want that storyline for this character regardless of whether it has to do with lore or not i'm just this is is, this is something that like obviously probably doesn't bother you guys but it bothers me right in the in the sequence when they're talking about like oh i saw something like it seemed like i was there a family that's what it seemed like whatever when she when he's describing what he felt when he touched the artifact she says the other scientist says to halsey oh he's experiencing memories or whatever and then the admiral is like i thought you wiped their memories this bothers me because they the spartans know that they got ganked from their families right. the whole time. There's no memory suppression, no memory manipulation. Spartans know the whole time. They're like, yeah, you took me from my family to make me into this. And right. now I'm this and humanity is better for it. Yeah, I, it doesn't bother me. It only bothers me from, the, it doesn't, it bothers me from this perspective. We're going to have to spend a lot of time dealing with it. Yep. Right. Throughout the course of the show, this is going to be some storyline where he's going to have to have conversation. Like we've kind of seen hints of it in the trailer. And I don't. Yeah. Halsey says that. it. She's like one thing about him is upgradable, super strong and, and, and also easily manipulated. I was like, are you serious? Yeah. You're going to say that about the Spartan that according to my understanding, as a fan of this story, my. My understanding of the relationship between Halsey and John is that she regards him in high respect because of the leader that he turns out to be, the Spartan he turns out to be. He is the Spartan that she envisioned when she thought up this program. Right. And it's so it's that's why it like when it becomes about like, oh, he learned about how he was taken from his family. He's le- <coughs> he's le- he's remembering his past because he touched the artifact. We have to destroy him. It's like, I find it's like offending me. Yeah. It, so that smacks of people who don't, again, it's okay for you to not to play the game. It's okay for you to do things outside of lore. But I do think that the story is strong enough. Like I need it. It to me is more interesting that someone knows all of the atrocities that the UNSC might've done and chooses to be a soldier now. Like, I feel like that is a much more relatable story. All of us are soldiers. All of us serve in the military. And I feel like all of us have some perspective on history. And I think that when you, like most of us don't do this, but when we go to people and ask them, hey, what do you know about US history? And then you start talking about that. And then you're like, okay, well, knowing those things about US history and specifically (laughs) the things that the United States military has done, why would you serve in the United States military? I find that to be an infinitely more interesting story than you've been manipulated. That's just me. 100%. Yeah. Um, I think we broke Peter. I, I'm, 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 I just don't see, I just just can't stand. I just can't stand doing an episode where it's just, uh, this feels like it's just just, so negative and it just it just kills me. I wanted to talk about the stuff that we liked and the cool stuff, but it just turned into this defending the decisions and 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 how bad it is and how the lore is, but it just turned into just like huge negative. You, now you have now you know how I felt when I was trying to defend the last Jedi. 
Now you know how it feels. I'm not even trying to defend it. I'm just trying to go into it with an open just, mind. But it's just, just like... <laughs> I'm not even trying to defend it. I'm just trying to go into open mind. I wanted to talk about the show, but we've gone... We just basically just talked about how the lore... And Josh doesn't like it because it doesn't stay true to the lore. And... I don't know. I just, I honestly don't know where it's to go like, right now. It's like, it's not, it's not really the fact that it's not staying true to lore. It's, they're not staying true to lore that molds the universe that they're trying to tell a story in. But that doesn't, I mean, that makes, if but that, that makes sense. I mean, so here's where I will say there, to a certain point, yes, there's a reason why Halo was successful and they should pay their proper respects to the lore. Things like characters not acting like they did in a video game, I don't give a fuck about. Like, as long as the story makes sense and works, then I'm fine with it. And Master Chief isn't doing, like, a dance. You know what I mean? Like, that is, like, I know that's an over-exaggeration, but it's, like, the things that Brandon is bringing up, talking about it being more interesting as to why someone joined the military and not being manipulated is way more interesting. And I agree with that 100%. Those are the things that I don't like that are going on with the show. The opening scene, some of the special effects. I don't like that stuff. But when it comes to certain things like the the conflict that's going on, and now you throw in Covenant, it's complicated and it's interesting. I really liked the fact that when uh, Quan was asked to do this propaganda video, she was like, fuck you guys, no, because of what happened to her. I actually did like that. The... The Master Chief, so the memory thing, I look at it from both sides. I think it can be an interesting plot device, but if, it is, if it's not done well or it doesn't make any fucking sense, then then yeah, I'm, I'm sort of in the middle of that. I think it's more interesting when you ask the question as to why you joined the military and you you still stay true to to the orders that you're given, like killing a kid. Like that stuff is way more interesting than being manipulated. And I give him that. But there's just so many things in here that we didn't talk about. I kind of want to get into, but just just turn into this like really like negative episode. And then just, I don't know. I'm broken. (laughs) I'm just broken. I don't know what else else to say. This is going going up on the internet, right? It makes sense for it to be negative. That's all things are. So like I said, I'm very open-minded. Pick two of the things you want to talk about. Um, Well, we pretty much just talked about dislikes and not about likes. Talked a little bit about the likes. Like, No, yeah, I like the way it looks. I don't mind. So I I was going to say, here's what I say. Outside of the opening scene, I liked the way it looked generally. From the suits to the set pieces even to the, some of the space the production stuff. design looks good. Yeah, like I yeah, actually, sets, sets, and, I thought sets were awesome, and I and I and I like that. I thought it's interesting to see the relationship between Qua, Quan and Master Chief develop. This is interesting because we find out. I think it's really interesting that he killed her mother, and they had like sort of like this discussion. They're like they're they're sort of tied together. You know, obviously they had to connect them for the for the story. And it may be cheap or easy to do that, saying, oh, you killed the mother. But there's a story there. This is interesting. He had to kill her. And he talked, he alluded to some stuff like he knows things that you may not, you may not know. And and so I'm interested it, in. If the only problem I have with that is it feels very Star Warsy. Like, this is a very large galaxy. Of all the people yeah. and all the Spartans That's... that, you know, in all the places in all the world, you had to be, you know, show up in my place. So why, I, I, that is. Well, he was on frustrating to me. He did a lot. It sounded like he did lots of fighting in Madrigal. So I wouldn't be sure. 
surprising if he was fighting insurrection as a magical that and her mother was a high-ranking official that it's he's too coincidental and it's, yes like i it like i said it is that's star wars like everybody knows each other like i guess but there's a big fucking galaxy like i need you to like not yeah I, that's why i said it seems cheap but it's still for for me looped me in and i'm kind of interested to see what that because now i'm more like hmm what's the story behind that he, Here's what I would do. You know what I would do? Like, you're right. It could be, they could have developed that into something. And that might be something that I don't see coming that could make it more interesting. But it'd be very interesting to me if it was just a Spartan that killed her mother. And she doesn't fucking know. She doesn't differentiate. I'm like, I don't think people need excuses to hate a soldier, right? Like, I don't need to hate you, John 117, because you're one of them. I don't right. need like Ukrainians don't need a reason to hate that specific Sergei Russian. I hate all of you, especially like Spartans specifically. Like I hate all Spartans because a Spartan killed my mother. That is. And so that is how people think. It doesn't necessarily have to be you specifically, John, killed my mom. And I think it's more powerful to have it be a Spartan because I think that's a harder road to or it is is just as difficult a road to walk because you have to dispel the myth about the unsc spartans generally and me as well because you don't trust me so i i think from a storytelling perspective you get to the same place yeah i don't know i just like i said it seems like it could be looked at as like you described as i don't want to say i guess lazy like you could have probably turned that into a more interesting way but i i found that the relationship between kwan and master chief interesting i liked the fact that unsc was for lack of a better term not so nice that kind of felt like in the games from what i remember like it was sort of like almost like a military propaganda machine like you know like gung-ho like they're the good guys they're gonna save earth or whatever and and here it's like holy shit like they want to murder a teenager you know and and yeah. There. I like that. And she said something about Quan, and this is where going to the relationship with Master Chief in that conversation she had. She was like, the UNSC was here taking our natural resources. She said taking. And that just sort of builds more onto this previous or just current ongoing conflict about how the UNSC acts. They're almost sort of like an antagonist almost here. But then I kind of like that too because not everything in real world is so black and white. Right? You know, you have just because they're they're you Master Chief is on the good side doesn't mean that they're inherently good. And then you saw how quickly they were to turn on Master Chief just because all of a sudden he started malfunctioning. They were really blow his ass up. I was like, damn. I love that scene though. I love the scene where she's like, Hey, listen, uh Halsey's like, Hey, I want they want to kill Chief. Uh I'm countermanding that order. You're going to protect him. That then, was that was very that was the most Halsey thing she did. Yeah. And the response was, what was the response they said? She said, what, uh, you, you mean even children? even if we engage friendlies? And then uh, Viraz, he says, if they're if targeting they're chief, chief, they're not, not friendlies. friendlies. Man, yeah. I love that. So like all of that sequence, all of the sequence from them trying to knock him out to him like waking himself up and trying to take the ship back. And then the... <laughs> The normal troopers looking at the Spartans like, what are they doing? And I I liked all of the tension from that. 
And that is what's going to propel me forward because I feel like some of those things that they're doing are going to be slightly more interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I liked that, that back, I don't want to say half, all of that sequence. Yeah, like I guess I felt like the beginning, I didn't like... I didn't like the special effects in general of the beginning in that, in that firefight. It was cool to see some of that stuff. Some of it was done well, like the gun kicking scene where the rifle just looked weird. I mean, people were talking about that on, on Twitter. But as the show Why went on... Why couldn't you kick a prop? Why couldn't you just kick the prop that he's holding? Why? Yeah. <laughs> For what? We don't want to get it dirty. Yeah. We <laughs> broke it. We we broke it when we slid it, so we just CGI'd over it. And That's probably what happened. <laughs> it, it reminds me of that show is it cake <laughs> I, fuck. I was talking about the show i hate you no know, i don't hate the show but i hate the show because i feel like that is like in a fallout game or some game where it's a dystopian future that's what they're watching like you know you're walking past the tv in like a fallout game like is it cake because that's how yeah. far we've fallen like we're just trying yep. to figure out some shit that somebody made cake yep yeah, and that's that's really so what what else about the opening scene did you not like, Peter? Um, that, that's pretty much it. I'm ready to just kind of go through our final thoughts here, um, unless I missed something. I don't have much else to add. Um, I really wanted again. I liked the idea of escalation, and I would have loved to have seen some grunts or jackals uh, taking out those kids because it establishes them as a threat. Um, like to imagine a jackal sniping one of those kids, like you're, you're already there with the brutality in terms of shooting teenagers. So, and like entire groups of like women and children hold up Mm -hmm. in a small room. So show me how threatening the rest of the covenant is. I need that because if you're just showing me like the, the top of the food chain, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, think some of the cgi in that battle was iffy but like i said the the production value for the rest of the sets and the way everything looked looked good i am heartened by what happened towards the end i'm curious where it's going to go but the thing that concerns me is i don't want to spend a bunch of time putting chief's broken memories back together that's not halo yep or him running away yeah well i can i'm okay with him running away I'm okay with solving a mystery that relates to the rings, but you know what really bothers me is it's called Halo. I'm curious. Have we in any of the commercials seen the Halo ring? No. If they save that for like the last, the last 10 (laughs) seconds of episode 10, I'm going to be annoyed. That's where I'm going to be like, fuck this show. I I gave you some leeway and yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a problem. The show is literally called Halo. I think I think that the first episode should have focused on the conflict between the insurrectionists and the UNSC. It should not it should not have opened up with the full on attack. I feel like that was that whole scene as cool as it was as cool as it was. I feel like that whole scene was just used to like, hey, look how cool we could be. And then now let's bring in the boring shit. Like, if you had just written really good, boring shit to start with, you would be able to benefit more of maybe even lighter action scenes in the in the later episodes or later on in the show. If they would have led up, like, with the situation that's really happening, because you said they're trying to bring in 
new fans, right? So they're trying to bring in new fans that have know nothing of this universe, but I, I know. So it's easy for me to follow in the beginning. Why are the insurrectionists against the UNSC? What is the UNSC doing to them? What is the UEG? It says, oh, UEG space in the beginning. People that don't that don't play the games or read the lore or read anything about Halo or watch videos on YouTube for all I care, that don't know anything, they're like, what the fuck is the UEG? Yeah. yeah. I'm just... I don't know. I get for, I, basically, my my like final thoughts is it gave me enough to just be interested to see at least two more episodes. And I think I'll be able to decide whether I'm going to stick with this show for the rest of the season. If after three episodes and it just takes like a really dumb turn or just really doesn't make any fucking sense, then I it's possible that I may may just kind of give up on it. But I yeah, like what I saw. Episode two. What's that? I was just thinking it should have been episode two. Like I would have loved if they had started out with ODST going to break up this insurrectionist group and then some random covenants that were looking for the artifact that happened to be underneath where these insurrections were just fuck up all of them. And then UNSC is like, what happened? Yep. Let's send them the Spartans to find out. 100%. Yeah, and I guess after talking about, maybe they didn't, I like, think after having these conversations about the lore and everything, maybe they didn't pay, like we talked about the helmet, maybe they didn't pay attention to the lore as much as they probably should have considering the helmet, but I don't know if I answered your question about the helmet, Josh, but my thing was it was a moment that they could have paid off like they did in the Mandalorian. It's just something that they could have. It was a device that they could have done better. Like the whole point of what was the point of like him taking off his helmet in this episode? It meant nothing, right? And so, well, the thing is, regardless, that... he says, "If you were gonna kill me, you got to shoot up here." Takes off his helmet. Everybody knows, okay? Everybody knows that if Chief wanted to, he could have closed the distance and dropped her with no armor. Right, but I'm just I was just answering your question about the the helmet thing, and but you said why because of the lore. You were saying, oh well, it's big in the lore. Why is that a problem for you? It wasn't that it's a problem with the lore. It was a problem that it meant nothing in this episode when we've seen it done in the Mandalorian, and a very nice, satis satisfying way. And that's what some people. I mean, his his face is revealed in other segments before. But it's really when it counts is when he shows his face to when he's when he's injured in that in that in that cantina. And he's like he has to take his helmet off. Right. Know? And it was a huge moment. He didn't even show it to he didn't even show it to a human. He showed it to a robot and so or a droid. Correct. And so but still that moment was like, holy fuck, it was just really impactful. cool. Yeah, very impactful. And that was my main issue with one of the issues I had. Right. I was just like, this is that, dumb. That, why is he taking off his helmet? Like, this means nothing. Like, you I waited. This there, is the first like, fucking is this, episode. Like, why are you doing this? Is this happening on the first episode? Is this what? really happening? It's setting the tone, but it's setting the tone very poorly. I think that's the problem. Yeah. Exactly. It's not, it's not that, it's not the why, right? They're doing it because they're trying to tell, signal to everyone, that's not what this show is going to be. This isn't the Mandalorian. So he's going to take his helmet off. And again, this is one of those things, just like Space Karen, just like taking off the helmet, where it's like, I don't know if I like where you're going to go with this. If I that's found, the best I found, I found it, regardless of whatever lore or anything, they could have taken his helmet off. I wouldn't have cared, but you guys are right. It was distasteful. 
to do it at that segment in the show. It shouldn't have been used as a plot point to get him to to get her to trust him. Yeah, I would have been fine if he was just like, "You're not going to be able to penetrate this armor because it's infused titanium, whatever." And like, she'd been like, "Oh shit, you're right," and it puts. That would have been enough yeah. for me in that scene. Um, yep. But so last thing I'll say is that I will watch episode two and we'll go from there, <laughs> I guess, is where I'm at. What are, what are the days it drops? Is it Wednesdays? Thursdays, I believe. Thursdays. Every, yeah, every Thursday. Okay, Roger. That's crazy. Thursdays, sir. When does Doctor Strange, or not Doctor Strange, uh, Moon Knight, is that Wednesday? I don't know. I think so. I think it is Wednesday. That's right around really the corner. Curious. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like all these days, like Wednesdays and Thursdays have been just been packed. There was a period of time where it's like Star Trek Discovery, Star Trek Picard, and uh, Race by Wolves. I'm like, Jesus, it's like three hours of just sitting here. I'm not complaining, but I'm complaining. It's kind of like, I'm kind of like, man, at least, I mean, Race by Wolves you know was a lot, of, a lot of fun, but I'm kind of happy that it's over with now. <laughs> so I can focus with on other content creation. It was so I'm much like, fun. With this Halo show, I'm like Bob from Bob's Burgers. I'm going to do it. But I'm gonna complain the whole time. All right, yeah. that's that's the outlook that I have. That doesn't sound fun to do an episode. <laughs> We're just I need to go get my halo tattoo removed. I'll be back. Go get my Peter, tattoo Peter, I promise you, in future episodes, I will try to be not so aggressive. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> because we'll see. I, I am, I am upset. Wait till, wait till the, wait till Lord of the Rings comes out. Wait. I'm just saying the discussion. <laughs> We'll talk. We'll talk after this discussion did not go how I intended, and I have a migraine now. So that's fine. You got just gotta let it flow, baby. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for doing this. It was a ton of fun. And no, no, was it you, liar? <laughs> Maybe for you. I have I have a migraine. I don't want to do this again. Yeah. Okay, guys. Thanks. <laughs> don't watch Halo if you like the lore. Just don't watch it. That's the end of the. If you were, if yeah, you migraines because you're doing one eighties. Yeah. <laughs> but that being said, hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. One hundred percent. You too. Don't be shitty. Metal Gear. Ah. Oh.